Hello and welcome to another episode of the Millennial to Millionaire podcast. As always, this is your host, Paris Grant, coming to you with everything financial. And I hope all of you guys had an amazing week because I know that I did myself. So today's episode is going to be about debt, right? Um, We'll talk about it right here, right now. And the reason why I want to talk about, the reason why I want to do an episode on this is because as someone on the lower end of the spectrum, like... I am comfortable disclosing I had at the beginning of the year about $15,000 in student loans. I'm proud to say now I've gotten that number down to 11000 and I'm planning on bringing that down even lower before the end of the year. We'll talk about that later on in the episode. But as someone who's on the lower end of the spectrum, because I know people who have a lot, lot more, I want to do all I can with the information that I've been getting to make it so that it's easier for them to, you know, get down lower or for people who aren't in debt yet to not get into it because... I'm sure that almost everyone who's in debt wishes they can go back in time and say, oh, don't get that credit card. Oh, you don't need to go buy that thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that there's some money regrets lying in there when it comes to debt. Some of them could just be circumstantial. But when I'm getting this information, a lot of it, I don't say I already know, but because I've kind of built my, I've been building my financial plan before I started getting really heavily into paying bills or anything, you know, any kind of big expenses, I've kind of like set that framework because of this information that I have. So I want to be able to do that for someone else. So hopefully the message gets across. And I know that can be something, uh, it can be kind of anxiety inducing, but it doesn't have to be. And I think with a lot of the steps that we're going to talk about on the show, we're going to talk about um, different statistics surrounding debt. We're going to talk about different ways to reduce debt, paying off debt, and then the psychology behind debt and different ways that you can build a mindset that will help you either get out of debt, stay out of debt, or avoid debt. So, yeah, that's it for the episode. Hope you guys are all ready. Let's get it started. I just want to quickly preface before we get into today's episode that I know that there is a difference between good debt and bad debt. And before any smart Alex get to me and say that, oh, your episode wasn't super comprehensive, this episode is specifically geared towards bad debt, consumer debt, debt that you've accrued from either student loans, credit cards, cars, whatever it may be, but debt that you have to pay back. Um, we can talk about good debt maybe in another episode, but that's not what this one's for. So without further ado, debt. That's today's episode. Of all the threats to your financial security, none is more dangerous than debt. And that is not a tagline that I looked up. That is really something I genuinely feel like. <laughs> I've seen too many people who are basically shackled because of their debt. They have paychecks that autom- that are like deducted from go directly towards that when they get money and it's not even bills that they're worried about. It's just like, I got to pay off all this stuff. They never feel that they can get ahead. And sometimes I feel like I can be kind of out of touch because I've never like, I haven't had to like be digging myself out of a trench really. So I can imagine it's really daunting and annoying to hear people say like, oh, like, you know, like, mm, like, why don't you like, why? Because I mean, unemployment's low right now. We live in a time where like, you know, technology and everything is so rampant and everything's so abundant that it almost feels like there's money everywhere. But there are some people who are really struggling with debt because they don't see the like the, uh, the other side of things, which I think speaks into why people get into debt. But that being said. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the three main ways that I know of to pay off debt. 
um, two of which are pretty popular, you might have heard of already, the third of which I just heard of recently at a workshop, so I'm not sure, it could just be the new norm, I'm not really sure, I'm not in like paying off debt circles, but let's get right into it. So we got one, the debt snowball. Um, for those of you who don't know, the debt snowball works by lining up all your different debts and you seeing the one that has the smallest balance, the one that has the largest balance. And while you pay the minimums on each, you place extra emphasis on paying off the smallest one. And the way this works is that by taking by paying off that smaller one, you can go and then you can go and pay off the next one. And you'll have that psychological bonus of like knowing that you're paying off debt. So you have less groups of debt and works for some doesn't work for all. Um, I think the main reason why I don't uh why I wouldn't subscribe to this method is just because you have to think about it long term. This one plays on, uh, I guess, plays on the psychology and the next one, debt stacking, does as well. But it's if you think long term, if you were to put this on a chart, you would actually end up paying more doing this and paying for a longer period of time. So while it might feel better short term, I think when you when it comes to debt, you want to think about it more long term. But if you know yourself and you know that, OK, like I'm seeing that I'm paying down debt, I'm seeing the progress I'm making and that's going to work for you then do whatever you got to go do. The next method, debt stacking, is a little similar. Um, with debt stacking, what they do is um, you line up all your debts the same way as a snowball, and then you pay off, you place the extra emphasis on paying off a certain debt. So let's say you have five different debts all at $100 each. You have that first group, and then you pay it off, pay it off, pay it off. And now you've been paying the minimums on all of them, but when you move on to the next debt, instead of paying the minimum and placing extra emphasis you place whatever the minimum was on your last one so it's like you're still paying the same amount so this one works by like dollar cost averaging so at the end of the month you're still spending the same amount you would be otherwise but now it's just going towards paying off larger and larger chunks of debt and it looks a li it looks easier when you see it on a chart than me explaining it to you so i mean it works the same way as a snowball but instead of with this snowball, the difference would be that after you paid off that debt, that one just cleared. So now you got to place extra emphasis on this next one. But with the debt stacking, you're continuously putting in the same amount of money no matter what. But now it's just going to go towards larger amounts. So if your minimum on one was 25 and this other one is 50, after you pay off the 25, now you're paying 75 on this one and plus any extra thing you might be putting on. And this works the same way with psychology. And this one, this a little bit faster, more expedited version of it. Because if you think about it, if you just get used to putting in the same amount every time, you just see your dollar going further. And that's what's going to inspire you rather than seeing like, okay, like I'm paying off less groups. You're still going to pay off the same amount of groups, but it'll make you feel, it'll be bigger chunks. And then we have the debt avalanche, my preferred method of paying down debt. And this works by looking at the debt with the highest interest payment and prioritizing that one above all else. Um, when I say above all else, I do mean paying the minimums on everything. But um, I think the reason why like this one works is because, well, it's not I think the reason, the reason why this one works is because when you think about interest and you think about compounding, if you were to get a $3,000 loan and pay it over the course of 10 years and you're paying the minimum, at the end of that, you would have accrued $2,000 just in interest. So you're paying $5,000 and you only borrowed three, so you're paying almost double. It doesn't make any sense. When you focus on the interest rates and you focus on that, you're able to long-term 
make it so that you're paying less and less and less because your interest is only going to be a percentage of whatever your balance is. So the lower you get that balance, the lower your interest is. So psychologically speaking, this one is the biggest hurdle to jump over because you might not see the progress as immediately. It does take a long time for it to go into effect. And it's something that ha- you got to think years instead of months. But overall, you're going to in the long run, you'll end up spending less money and you'll be able to get out of debt actually sooner. So those are the the three main camps as far as paying off debt. I'm going to play a quick little ad for you guys. And then I'm going to talk to you guys about some statistics about debt, as well as, uh, you know, some other psychological hacks and things, uh, different ways you can think about debt and tackle it and get out of here and live life on a million. So a quick little ad and I'll be right back. All right, back again. And I was going to get into the statistics behind debt, but I feel like we already know the statistics. We already know it's an issue. And I feel like a lot of times when it's being put out there, it's really just for the fear mongering aspect of it. I don't think anybody wants to be in debt. I don't think any of us aimed to go out and get into debt. You know, when we took out that loan, when we bought that thing, none of, like we weren't thinking to ourselves, oh, I want to be paying that off for a year from now, you know? So whenever I look, so when I look it up and I'm like looking at all these statistics, it's like, oh, like this person doesn't have under a thousand. This person has under 400. This person like student loan debts at like in the trillions. People aren't doing this. And like I'm hearing all this stuff. I know that it's an issue and I know so much that it's an issue that I made this episode for it. But this episode is not to talk about the problem. It's to talk about the solutions. This is the Millennial to Millionaire podcast after all. So in this episode so for this part of the show i'm just going to be compiling a list of do's and don'ts when it comes to debt um just as i've seen it these are things that i would tell other people to these are rules that i kind that i try to follow um some don't even always apply to me but by having these rules written down and following them it's something that i know that i oh i want to say i know i'll never be in debt but it's something that helps me feel like i won't have to worry about it so hopefully you guys get the same thing out of this um do speak openly about your money habits. I talk a lot about uh, having accountability, whether that be, you know, uh, app, a friend, your family, just telling people what you want to be doing with your money so that they can hold you accountable. So when they say, hey, you're buying this thing, can you afford that? You know, they call you out on it. And that having that kind of accountability will, you know, help you pay down that debt faster. And if people know that you're trying to pay down debt, they might be more supportive. Don't live beyond your means. I know it's really hard nowadays with the cost of living so high and the wages are not in step with that, but in there can be a lot of pressure to want to act out and like be cool and be out there and like do the same thing that your peers are and by peers, friends, whatever. I don't know. I said peers. I don't even talk like that. Uh, and, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of pressure, but decide, that's probably if depending on the kind of person you are that's the kind of thing that gets people in debt and the people who are saying oh that's not me like i'm blah 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 i can be really responsible like i plan it out as part of my budget i mean i applaud that but don't make living beyond your means your normal do break your bad money habits um if you're a first time listener i recommend going through the list of all the other episodes i talk a lot about writing down tracking and just staring at your uh yeah, staring at your money decisions right in the face because ultimately life is all about making decisions every time we get paid we have a decision about what we're going to go do whether that's going to be to save to invest to pay down debt to help out with this to go buy this and 
I'm hoping that over the course of the show, by listening to the show, more people feel empowered to make better decisions. Don't abuse your credit. Something I've seen, I mean, kind of sadly, is that once people find out that they're like deep enough in debt, they kind of say, oh, it can't get any worse. So they just keep on doing on more and more and more. And they just think, like, I'm just going to keep on paying it off. Like, when I die, it won't be my problem. I've really heard somebody say that. It's scary. Don't do that. If you're listening to the show, I'm hoping you're financially savvy enough to know that, like, okay, debt's an issue or at least something I want to hear parents talk about. Uh, maybe you know somebody who's struggling with debt and hopefully this can empower them. I think just talking about it and that first one, do speaking openly about it, uh, speaking openly about it. I think that's really important because I feel like there's like a lot of stigma around debt. Like we all feel embarrassed by it. We wish we didn't have it. But then at the same time, we kind of know that everyone else has it too. So I think being open about it and just being accountable are really healthy ways. Plus the ways I mentioned earlier, you know, if you do the debt snowball, the debt avalanche or debt stacking, no matter which way you choose to pay it off, I think that you're going to be okay. Um, I do stress the importance of not just paying the minimums, no matter how small your debt is or how much you have. I think you should always try to pay more than the minimums. Um, But yeah, I think that as long as you have a dedicated actual plan for your debt, you sh- that, I mean, hopefully you'll be solid. I can't say you for sure will be good because I don't know how much debt you guys are working with. But these are practical steps that you guys can take to get yourselves further and further out. Because I don't think, like I said, nobody likes to be in debt. Nobody sets out to be in debt. When we buy something today, we're not hoping to be paying for it a year from now. So, like I said, you can use the debt stacking, debt avalanche, debt snowball. I don't care what it is. But have a plan, have a system, make it systematic, and keep it 1 million. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, tell your friends. Um, I want to say I'm bigger on social media, but I'm not really. But if you want to connect with me via LinkedIn, my name is Paris Grant. I'll put the link inside the show notes. I uh, hope you guys have an amazing week. Hope you guys learned something from this. I know I can kind of stammer and uh, 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 a lot, but it's just because I don't know. I feel like a lot of pressure and that I'm seeing like that you guys are listening to it more. And I want you guys to I want to be able to deliver you guys a quality experience. So I thank each and every one of you guys for listening. And so next time, make sure here on the just like on the Millennial to Millionaire podcast, we don't keep it 100. We keep it one million.